Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, December 24th, 2023, and released on Sunday, January 21st, 2024. This week's message is titled, One King, and the scripture reference is Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. My message today is one king. Matthew chapter 2, we're going to read verses 1 through 8. It's kind of ironical, Brother Terry, you mentioned the three kings in several different songs this morning. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, and search diligently for the young child. And when he, ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. Let's pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time that we can have together on this Christmas Eve. Dear Lord, we pray for your blessings upon our message and on this service. In your precious name I pray. Amen. You know, through the ages of mankind, there have been many, many powerful kings. Uh, Most of these kings ruled with an iron fist over their people. They all had one common characteristic, an egotistical attitude. You know the type. Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin. Even Alexander the Great, you can just keep naming them. There's been many rulers through the years. And they thought they knew everything about everything. They all wanted power and absolute obedience to their commands. Now, King Herod in Jerusalem was no different. When King Herod heard about the king of the Jews, he wanted to know everything about this child. King Herod did not want any competition for his throne whatsoever. And we need to remember one important thing about this baby that the wise men called the king of the Jews. This child was the one child who held the hope of the world in his hands. First of all, notice a very jealous King Herod. When is he that is, where is he that is born king of the Jews? He asked the wise men. And the wise men were three kings from the far east. 
They were royal kings from their homeland, and the Bible does not tell us where they came from. Uh, most Bible scholars think that it was probably the area of China uh, or some other Oriental type people. Uh, these kings had traveled hundreds and hundreds of miles to get to Jerusalem. God had revealed to these kings that a great king, the king of the Jews, was born in Judah. And they were to follow a special star that God placed in the universe to guide them to the baby Jesus. Jesus, the one king who held the hope of the world in his hands. Herod wanted to know the time and place where this king was born. When the kings from the east arrived in Jerusalem, they went to King Herod. And they wanted to know where to find this baby that had been born. They probably thought it was just common knowledge where he was. King Herod did not have a clue where this child was born. But he definitely wanted to know. He had an ulterior motive, folks. So he called the chief priests and the scribes together. These are supposed to be the people who know the Bible, know the scriptures. And they remembered an old prophecy that had read in the Holy Scriptures that foretold of a ruler of Israel. In Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, it says, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephraim, Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. Isn't Bible prophecy amazing? This was 800 years prior to the birth of Jesus. So the chief priest and the scribes told King Herod, that this king of the Jews was to come from Bethlehem, a small village of 300 people. And Herod lied to the wise men from the east. See, King Herod called the three kings from the east before him. Knowing how long it took to get to Jerusalem, King Herod assumed the child was now about two years old. It's a long way to travel by camel and foot where they had come from. Herod told the wise men that the child they were searching for was in Bethlehem. And he asked the three kings to let him know. He wanted to know when this they found the baby Jesus, this child. And King Herod wanted to come worship the child. And that was a lie from one of Satan's tools. King Herod. God laid it on the hearts of the three kings that King Herod was evil and to not let him know where that little baby was. And when the three kings never returned to tell him anything, King Herod then issued an order that all baby boys two years old or younger were to be murdered in Judah. An angel appeared to Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus, and told him to move to Egypt away from the king's order. God had to protect the one king who held the hope of the world in his hands.
Then let's look at the three kings from the east. One king brought frankincense. Frankincense is a fragrant gum resin that comes from Asia or African trees. It gives off a sweet, spicy odor when born, burned. Excuse me. And frankincense would have been very, very valuable in the Middle East when Jesus was born. The three kings wanted to worship the Christ child. And it was common practice to always bring a gift when visiting other royalties. At this time, Jesus was almost two years old and just a toddler. But to the eastern kings, Jesus was born to be the king of the Jews. And I believe that God laid it on the hearts of the oriental kings that Jesus was to be the one king that held the hope of the world in his life. One king brought myrrh. Myrrh was a fragrant gum rising with a bitter taste used in medicine as an astringent, tonic, in perfumes, and in incense. Myrrh comes from small trees that grow in southern Arabia and eastern Africa. This just gives us more proof that the kings travel a very, very great distance to reach Bethlehem. And in worshiping baby Jesus, these three kings presented to the family of Jesus precious gifts that would help them care, take care of this child financially while he was growing up. Mirth was another substance that had great value in this time in history. And only the one king who held the hope of the whole world deserved such valuable gifts. And one king brought coal. Most of us have seen gold. It is a shiny, bright yellow, precious metal that resists rust and other chemical changes. And gold has long been used as a commercial medium of exchange between countries. And once the three kings had presented their gifts to the family of Jesus, they returned directly to their homeland. Their mission was completed as they had found the King of the Jews, Jesus Christ. Angels then warned Joseph of King Herod's plan to kill all male children that were under two years old. So Joseph moved his family to Egypt. I want you to notice today that one king held the hope of the world in his hand and still does. You see, Jesus was born as a little baby. The Jewish people had been praying for a coming Messiah for many, many centuries. Prophecy foretold of the coming Messiah. But the Jewish people were expecting a conquering king, somebody that would come in and wipe out this Roman government that was ruling over them. Instead, 
God had Jesus come as a little baby. And Jesus was human, but he was also God on earth. The word we get for Jesus called Emmanuel. He was born in humble surroundings in Bethlehem. Jesus grew up in Nazareth, the son of a carpenter. As Jesus matured, he was taught his father's trade. Then Jesus started his earthly ministry once he was around 30 years old. Then Jesus died for the sins of the world. You see, Jewish law stated that there had to be a blood sacrifice every year to redeem the sins of the people in Jerusalem or in Jews, period. And God's plan of redemption for all mankind was to have the shed blood of the perfect sacrifice, his holy, only begotten son, Jesus. Jesus grew to adulthood. His life was spotless as he had never sinned. And Jesus knew he was to be a sacrifice, sacrificial lamb of God that was to die for the sins of the whole world. Jesus ministered for three and a half years in the area around Jerusalem. He had a falling of thousands of people. Jesus performed many miracles as he ministered to the people. The Jewish people recognized Jesus as the Messiah, not the rulers or not the priests and the scribes and that bunch, but the people of Israel recognized Jesus as the Messiah, the expected king. But he was not the conquering king that the people wanted. That was not God's plan. You see, Jesus was convicted by the Jewish people and the Roman government for being the king of the Jews. The one king who held the hope of the world was crucified on the cross of Calvary. I can imagine Satan thought, I've won. I have defeated God by having Jesus Christ crucified on the cross. But God had the perfect sacrifice for mine and your sins. And that was the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus Christ, he overcame death, hell, and the grave. And he raised from that grave to live again. Jesus is the one king coming in glory. All people who call on Jesus asking him to forgive you of your sins and follow him as your Lord and Savior will be saved. And we will sit with Jesus at the marriage supper of the Lamb in heaven at the end of the tribulation period on this earth. A precious time. Jesus and us in heaven, which is the bride of Christ, 
will then return to earth in glory and power. And the one and the only king of this world will return as the conquering king that the Jewish people expected long ago. I want to read scripture that it, it ought to get your water hot if it's not. In Revelations chapter 19, verse 11 through 16. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in white linen, white and clean. Folks, that's us. We are that army in heaven that will come back with Jesus one day, the conquering king. And out of the mouth goeth a sharp sword, and with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with the rod of iron, and thread the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the Almighty God, what is commonly referred to as the Battle of Armageddon, where he will slaughter every person in the world that is not a Christian. And he had on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. Jesus, the one King of this earth, after defeating Satan's people, all sinners will be judged. And if their name is not found written in the Lamb's book of life, they will be cast into the lake of fire that was created for the devil and his angels. Jesus, the one king, will rule on this new earth for 1,000 years. Then we will spend eternity in heaven with Jesus and the other saints of glory. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to mount up on my white horse. And you know what? I was always lousy at riding horses. I hope I don't fall off on the way to earth. All I have to say at the end of this message, come quickly, Lord Jesus. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the one king. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to preach your word. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us. Thank you for being that coming baby in Bethlehem so many years ago. But more than that, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins and for the sins of the world. And the Lord, I pray that you'll bless this message, bless this time of invitation now as we give our invitation. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. 
If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.